thank you for taking the time to listen to this life-changing message from the ministry of Faith Bible Chapel. We hope this message will encourage you in all parts of your life. At the end of this message, you will hear more information on how to contact our church family, as well as directions for you to visit us for any of our worship services. Until then, join us for the service in progress. Christmas is all about the nativity, and, and we have these laying down because our, our tech director, Terry, was so concerned when we brought this out that we were going to lose baby Jesus along the way, and so we, we, had, we had to lay everything down because he said, listen, we, we cannot have baby Jesus shattered all over on, the, on this stage, so anyway, that's why we're doing this, but you know, when you, when you think about Christmas, this whole idea of Really, the nativity is what it's all centered around. That's actually why we're here today. This is the experience that we've been wanting to create is how do we point everything and everybody to the real meaning of Christmas, which is all about Jesus, isn't it? It's all about Jesus coming to this earth. And you know, the nativity scene is something that's very, very special in my life. I actually, I grew up with a mom who was all about the nativity scene. She, she really was. And so every year she'd set up her, her, her uh, Christmas tree and, and uh, she'd get it all decorated. Many times she didn't put any decorations on the tree. She just, we'd go out, we'd cut a tree out in the, out in the woods somewhere, grew up in southern Illinois, and we just chopped down a tree, and that was okay. There was no one who, we weren't stealing any trees, it was just wild, and we would chop down a tree. We'd bring it in, we'd set it up, she'd put some snow on it, and then, she would always put a nativity scene in front of it, but she didn't put just one of, one of these in front of it. You know the kind that go in your yard, and they should probably go in your yard? That's the one that she brought in. So you had the tree, and then you had, these, you had this nativity scene that was about, about this high. And so um, not only did she, did she bring them in, but she decorated them, and she put, like, clothes on. I remember she, was, she dipped, like, these clothes these cloths and like some solution and, and form them around like Mary and Joseph and, and baby Jesus. And it was like, it was the whole thing. Every Christmas wasn't Christmas until the nativity scene was set up. And what was even funnier is because most of those nativity scenes in your yard, they're, they're, the faces of these nativity, of Mary and Joseph and Jesus, they're like, they're white. I mean, they are white. And I remember her thinking, Mary and Joseph did not have white skin. They were Jewish. And so what she did is she stretched pantyhose over their faces. I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. And I remember thinking, Mom, they look like they're going to go rob a bank. I don't know what's going on here. But after she worked on them for a while, she put hair on them. Every Christmas... This is what I, I got to see every Christmas. We, we have a picture right here. And so that's the nativity scene she created. And so the nativity scene, it really, it means a lot to me. It really does. And as you came in, we have the nativity scene out there. That's really what Christmas is all about. And when you, when you think about a nativity scene and when you think about this nativity scene and any nativity scene you see, there's a reason that it's set up the way it is because everything is pointed to the center. Everything is pointed to this, to this one figure in the middle of the story that God has a purpose for you in this story. Everything is centered around it. You have Mary and Joseph who are looking at Jesus. You have the, you have the, the, the wise men who are, who are looking at Jesus and, and, and looking at him. You have, even the animals are here turned, kind of leaning towards Jesus because it's, it's all about Jesus. But, you know, this only makes sense if it, if, if it is set up right. Because so many times Jesus maybe 
here, but he's not always in the, in the right place. So it would be weird if we brought this out and we put Jesus back here. You'd say there's something missing, Jason. Maybe you should fix it. And so really, in many ways, this, this nativity scene in some ways represents every one of our lives here today. Every single one of our lives, this nativity represents and even if you were to look at some of the, these figures here, these figures represent some area of our life as well. I, but for many of us, Jesus, he, he may be in our story, but the question is, is he in the center of our story? Is he where God intended him to be? Is Jesus in the place in your life and in my life what what Christmas is all about, that he would be the center of our lives. And, you know, e even if you were to look at some of these figures, every one of these figures was impacted by God in some way. That's why they're in the story. And so if you want to look at maybe one of the shepherds here, and what happens is, is we can, we can take something in our lives. Let's say a shepherd would represent maybe our jobs, our life, what we work for, everything about us. But if we were to put the shepherd in the middle of the story of the nativity, it just wouldn't be right. And so many of us, we live our lives by putting maybe our job right in the center. Everything we do, everything we think, everything, every breath that we breathe is about my job, about me climbing the ladder of success, about me succeeding. Not that your job is wrong, but when it's at the center of the life that God has created for you, something just doesn't feel right. And this whole message of the nativity is a very simple message. And it's this message right here. It's a singular message purpose and focus of today is that God sent his son Jesus to give every single one of you in this room peace. And if it's not set up right, and you put your job in the middle of what this nativity is supposed to be, there's this low-grade sense of no peace. And so then, if you, if you live in your job and you think, maybe if I work harder, maybe if I try harder, then I'll get this peace that I'm searching for, but you'll never get it if Jesus isn't in the middle of your life. Also, in the same way, it could, it could even be family. And there's nothing wrong with family. Family is, is very, very important. And uh, I, I love family, but what happens is so many people, if you were to put Mary and Joseph at the center of this story, and you were to, to look to, to family to meet your needs and to give you peace, my friends, we all know this, you're going to be highly disappointed. One of the reasons why so many of us don't have peace is because we do put family at the middle of our lives. We put expectations on family to, to be something or to mean something or people or friends to meet our needs when those people were never meant to meet your needs. Only if Jesus was at the center of your story. Only Jesus can meet your needs. And so you don't have the peace that God has for you. Maybe even the wise men. If you were to put the wise men right in the center and, and really the wise men maybe they could represent fame or they could represent being known or they could represent, I mean, they brought gold. So maybe that represents wealth, what we strive for in life. We can, there's nothing wrong with striving to be successful. But if, if success is the center of your life, being wealthy is the center of your life, achieving and getting things and houses is the center of your life, you will find yourself without peace. And my friends, here's the deal. God gave us this story. To tell us something today that is a very simple, straightforward message. This is, it isn't that complicated. And, and it's this, that Jesus came to this earth to give you peace that surpasses all understanding. That's why he came. That's what Christmas is all about. And I, I, I just want to share with you just a few thoughts about this idea 
of Christmas. This idea that Jesus wants to be your peace. The Bible is packed with 790 verses about God's desire for you to have peace. And so we're just going to read all of them real quick. Just, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. We won't do that. But it's obvious it's God's plan for you to have peace. And about 700 years before the story of the nativity ever happened, before, before Jesus was ever born, God was speaking through a prophet Isaiah. And he was talking about what it will be like when Jesus comes to this earth. And he said that Jesus would be called the Prince of Peace. Everyone say peace. peace. That's, that's a major word. It's, it's a rare commodity nowadays. But Isaiah said this about Jesus. And we have the scriptures on the screen. He says this. The people walking in darkness, meaning those who do not have peace, have seen a great light. In other words, he was looking forward to his, in, in 700 years, Jesus was coming. And he said this, those who haven't had peace have seen a great light. And those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Hope and peace has come. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will, will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and say this last one with me, Prince of Peace. The whole purpose why Jesus came was to give you peace. That's the whole purpose behind God's plan and heart in doing what he has done and what we're celebrating today. Meaning that Jesus is the prince of peace, meaning he's the ruler of peace and he's the giver of peace. Then on the first Christmas night, when, when everyone gathered around baby Jesus, when he was born, when, when Mary and Joseph made their way from Nazareth up to Bethlehem, these angels appears to shepherds out in the fields and said this in Luke chapter 2. He said this, glory to God in the highest and on earth, earth peace and goodwill towards men. From the very night that Jesus came into this world, Jesus who was fully God and fully man came in the, into this world. His whole purpose was to give you peace. Now, if I was to take a poll this morning, how many of you have perfect peace in your life? Or ask the question, do you have areas of your life that you lack peace, that you don't have peace, that you don't feel the wholeness that's deep down in your heart? I'd be willing to bet that every single one of us in this room on this Christmas Eve would be lacking peace in some area of your life. I don't know all of your stories. I don't know where you're at. I don't know, I don't know what, how you ended up here today. I, I don't know what you've struggled through, what you walked through. Maybe, I, I'm certain about this, some of you are probably very weary today. Some of you, maybe it's been a very rough year. You've had loss. You've had pain. Maybe this has been the roughest year of your life. Maybe some of you have had a really good year. And you're thinking, and you're thinking this, I've had a good year, but at the end of this year, I still don't feel at peace. I'm lacking something in some area. Christmas is about the simple message that Jesus was coming and came to this earth so that you don't have to be riddled with worry. You don't have to be riddled with anxiety, with stress. He came 
so that you don't have to lack wholeness down in your soul and your heart, deep, deep down inside. As you look at the life of Jesus from, from his birth, the life that he lived, the death on the cross and his resurrection from death, his mission was all about these two very simple things, restoration and peace. His heart for you, his love for you, his passion for you. To restore and heal the brokenness in your life. And I know every single one of us here have brokenness in our lives. To restore God's purpose and plan for your life. And to give you peace and to give you wholeness. This is a promise to us. But like every promise, here's the deal. With every promise that God has, there is a responsibility on our, on our part. Actually, that maybe a better word is there's a partnership that God's asking of you today. To partner with him. To access his promise. And whether you realize it or not, this nativity is promising peace. But only if we set it up right. Only if, if we put Jesus at the center of our lives. Only if our lives are focused and fixed on him. Just like when your relationships are out of whack, which are every single one of us have relationships that are out of whack at times, whether with your husband or with your wife or with a friendship or with a boyfriend, with a girlfriend, with siblings. When things aren't set up right, when there is something not right, it, it is a low-grade joy killer up in your soul. It just is. And nothing does that more than when we're out of whack with God, when our lives are set up wrong. With God. And most people think this, yeah, but wait a minute, Jason. If I really put Jesus at the center, and Jesus may be, he may be in your story, or maybe he may not be. But there's always this thought, if I put Jesus at the center of my life, and I say, I'm going to give you everything that I have. I'm going to fix everything on you. There's this fear that says, Jason, if, if I do what you're telling me to do, if I do what the Bible says I'm to do, then, then God's going to load a bunch of stuff on top of me that, that, that I just won't be able to handle. And here's the deal. Please hear me. That's just not true. That's not even in the Bible. God would never say that to you. Actually, God made flesh. Jesus said this, and we don't have the scripture, but he said this. He, he told people, he said, you come to me. In other words, arrange your life around me. And all of you who are tired, does that describe you today? All of you who are worn out from carrying heavy loads, is that you today? All of you who are, who are strained by, by relationship strain and pain and change in your life and you're just, you're just weary he says this, come to me and I will give you rest. And then he says this, I am gentle, I am humble. Jesus, Jesus didn't say I'm a taskmaster. He didn't say I'm going to burden you down with all these rules and regulations. He said, I'm going to fill you with peace and rest for your soul. Doesn't that sound like something really good that we all need? It sure does. The answer, he is the answer. He's the antidote to your deep feeling of loss, of stress, of internal unrest that working harder isn't going to solve. It's not, you, it's not about you getting more that's going to give you peace or making more that's going to give you peace or being in the right spot that's going, to, that's going to give you peace or being famous or being known or climbing the ladder of success or getting exactly what you want. It's not in a, in a time management plan. It's not in a pill you can take. My friend, your, the answer and antidote to your peace is in a person, and that person is Jesus Christ. Because Jesus said, come to me and I will give you peace.
The nativity scene, this scene without Jesus would make no sense at all. Zero. If it was set up wrong, it wouldn't make any sense at all. It's the same as your life. It will never make sense without Jesus at the center of your life. Because God offered his son Jesus. God gave his son Jesus in a manger, a humble beginning. And Jesus lived the life that you couldn't live. And he offered himself on the cross for our peace and to give us a life that's actually worth living. To give us a life that no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter the burdens that you're carrying today, that peace is available to you. This is what Christmas is all about. 2 Corinthians 5.18 says this, He sent Christ to make what? Peace between himself and us. And we need his peace. My friend, I need his peace every single day of my life. Because I'll tell you why. Anytime I decide or you decide to go our own way, to not follow what God has laid out for us in his scriptures and in the truth of who he is, which we've all done this. If I, if I say, hey, raise your hand if you've ever gone your own way and, and ignored God's, God's law or God's rule. Everybody, like, well, that's me. Every single one of us would say but when we do that, we begin to put our, when, when we choose our way, we put ourselves at the center of this story. That's what we do. And we think, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write my own ticket. I'm going to write my own plan. I'm going to do my own thing. And we drift away and we ignore God. And many of our own problems, many of my own problems, and I'll, I'll confess this to you today. And many of, in any lack of peace in my life is because what I wanted to do. Same way with you. It's what you wanted to do and how I wanted to do it and when I wanted to do it instead of what God said to do. And that's it. that is just put me at the center of your life. Maybe it was never intentional. Maybe, maybe we just drifted along the way sometimes. Maybe it was. But when we do this, when we go our own way, we, become, we are in conflict with God. And there can be zero peace when God is not at the center of your life. So you may be here today and think, you know what, Jason, I, I don't have this peace. Here's my question to you. Is Jesus at the center of your life? No matter where Jesus is, whether he's off to the side or he's not even in your picture. And you might even be thinking, Jason, it's, it's gone. It's too far. Uh, Jesus has been on the back burner for too long. I've situated my whole life with everything. I can't make any adjustments. It's, it's too late. I've gone too far. Or I made too many mistakes. Or, or I've blown it, Jason. There's no hope for me. The first step is this, to acknowledge you actually need to make an, adjust, make an adjustment. But here's the deal. Jesus Christ came to this earth for you to experience peace and forgiveness with your past, with your mistakes, with your regrets, with any regrets that you have. To give you peace in the midst of disappointment. To give you peace in the, in the middle of what feels like more questions than answers, which all of them have. All of us have them. To give us peace in the midst of a struggling relationship that you think, I can't do this anymore. To give you peace when you've been wronged. When you've been betrayed, when someone has stabbed you in the back, when someone has stolen from you, when someone has taken you for granted time after time, you may think it's impossible. I'm too wounded. I'm too hurt. My friends, here's the good news. I want you to hear me. The angel declared, 
And I've already said it today. And he's saying to you today, for unto you a Savior has been born who is Christ the Lord. If you didn't need saving, God wouldn't need to send a Savior. Every single one of us needs saving. Whether you've walked with God for 20 years or you've never walked with God ever in your life, every single one of us need God to save us. We need God's peace. And he's waiting for you to invite, to invite him to be the center of your story. That's all. He's not demanding you. He's, he, he wants to be the center of your story, not because he wants to, he's trying to control you, because he's watched you. He's known your pain. He's known your, your lack of peace. He's seen your struggle with pain. He's seen you try to replace all the different things in the middle of your story, and no matter how much you try, you just can't get the peace that you're wanting. And he's waiting for you just to give him a simple invitation, won't you come and be the center of my life? And just like the song we've already sang, he's, he's saying, I, I want to come. And we're saying, I want to adore you, which means to make you the center of my life. Here's the deal. You were not created to find peace anywhere else. You were created to find peace only with your creator. And where your peace is not, and when you, when you put Jesus center of your life, here's the deal. Your peace is not based on circumstances, but it's based on his love. And his acceptance and peace that he freely gives you today. This is what Christmas is all about. And so many of us, when you live without peace, it, it becomes normal. You actually think everyone else lives without peace. You actually think the feeling that I have in my heart is just, maybe this is normal. I want, I want you to hear the message of God who loves you. He knows your name. He calls you by name today. He sent his son to be born in a manger, in a stable, in a humble beginnings. I want you to hear this today. You don't have to live without peace. You don't have to live without peace. There's a better life for you, and he provided it for you. God didn't create you to live, live without peace. And after Jesus was born, he lived the perfect life that you couldn't live. He paid the penalty of your sins on the cross. He rose from the dead so that as, as you believe in him, you will live forever with him. And he said, Jesus said these words, Jesus not some other guy, some guru, not nothing. Jesus said these words after he had risen from the dead and before he was ascending to heaven. He said this in John 14. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you. Listen to this. I don't give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. What was Jesus saying there? He was saying this, the kind of peace that I'm offering you today, you can't get anywhere else. Nothing else will give you that peace. You can't get it in a bottle. You can't get it in a pill. You can't get it in your work. You can't get it in your family. You can't get it through your education, through your degrees. None of those are, the, the pill in the bottle maybe, but the family, the education, none of that's wrong. You can't get it through the, through the house you live in. You can't get it through the car you drive. You can't get it in your circumstances being just right. You can't get it in your title. You can't get it in any of that at all. You can't get it in your circumstances. You can't get it in being known. You can't get it in the perfect job. You can't get it in the perfect spouse. You can't get it in the perfect family. You'll never find it. What Jesus was saying was this. 
The only way you can get the peace that you long for from that you've been longing for for your whole life, the only way is to put me in the center of your life. I'm the only place you can get it. I give you a peace that the world does not give you. And the only way to do that is to set your life upright. And this is what Christmas is about. That our peace begins the moment we put Jesus in his rightful place. Then after we do that, he does the rest. His grace and his mercy covers you. This is what it's about. God's gift of peace to you. No matter where you've been. No matter what your story is. It's an evaluation time to say, God, have I put your son at the center of my life? Romans 5.10 says this. Even when we were God's enemies, he made peace with us. Because his son died for us. Yet something even greater than friendship is ours. Now that we are at peace with God. We will be saved by his son's life. God created you to know him, to find freedom in your life, to discover your purpose. Why are you on this planet? And he created you to make a difference. And the only way that you can find freedom, discover purpose, make a difference is to start out by placing him maybe again at the center of your story or maybe it's for the first time the center of your story so the question is for you and for me where is Jesus in your personal nativity where is he listen all of us have to answer that question every day of our lives but where is he God offers every single one of you in this room peace through this beautiful story and reality of a son, Jesus Christ. When you have God's peace, let me tell you this, no one and nothing can take it away. A lot of, a lot of false religions have what's called a peace offering. Something you have, you have to offer to God. You have to give to God to make peace with Him. But let me tell you, the one true God says, you don't need to do that. Jesus was the peace offering for you. This is what the nativity, this is Christmas. Peace on earth and goodwill towards you fill in the blank with your name. Goodwill towards Jim, John. Goodwill towards Matt, Marlene, Steve, Robert, Jennifer, Rebecca, David, Michael. Peace to you, God says today. And that's what he's saying to every single one of you. You can put your name in this blank and be confident God is offering you the fresh reality of his peace. Will you place him? at the center of your, of your life. Will you accept the peace this Christmas? 
this is what God's offering you. He's not demanding. He's celebrating that he made a way. He's been watching you. He knows you. And you've tried every solution under the sun except for the one that works. And that's Jesus. We hope that this message has spoken something personal to you. If you would like more information about our church family or service times, please call us at 303-424-2121 or visit us at our website, www.fbci.org. Faith Bible Chapel currently meets in our Family Worship Center, located on the corner of 62nd Avenue and Ward Road. Thank you.